What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for the podcast edition of the AEW Insider. We got a great show. Plus, I got my Elimination Chamber predictions. Let's get right to the action. AEW. Well, Matt Hardy is definitely coming to AEW. On his most recent show that he calls Free the Delete, he called two people to come help him cleanse a dying being inside of him. An SUV pulled up, and it was none other than Nick and Matt Jackson who came out of it, the Young Bucks. Harley replied to them, I knew you'd come, just like he used to when he was Broken Matt. So Broken Matt will be appearing in AEW, and I am stoked. Also, another wrestler is coming. It hasn't been revealed who it is yet, but Jake the Snake showed up on Dynamite and said that his client is coming for Cody Rhodes' head. Matt Hardy called in a busted open radio when he brought up his brother, Jeff. He said, first and foremost, I want to hit on Jeff. It was great to see him last night and how healthy and refreshed he looks. The conversation I had with him, it's been very different and it's been very good. I know he used to have a lot of stress going on, especially the situation with our dad, who's in real bad health. I was on the road working a lot. Jeff really wasn't, so he really was there to take the time to work with our father every day, trying to help him rehabilitate and get better. So, I mean, it was really, really awesome. I'm really excited for my brother to be back, and I hope he does great in everything he does. Jake the Snake Roberts did appear on Talk as Jericho. He pulled the curtain back a little bit on how it was to work for Vince McMahon in the 80s. Vince actually threatened Jake the Snake one time for working out, if he caught him working out. Listen to this. At the time of the surgery, I couldn't, I could lift like four pounds with my left arm, and that was it. I could hardly move my left arm at all. And somehow within 10 weeks, I had, and I was doing seated behind the neck presses with 225 pounds. I gained a lot of size, but here's the best part. I gained like 40 pounds in like three months. So I went to see Vince and tell him I was coming back. He almost fell off his chair when he saw me. He said, what the hell's wrong with you? Jake, what have you done to yourself? I said, my God, I'm in the best shape of my fucking life. I mean, look at this shit, Vince. I had big knobs up here on my shoulder and shit. Vince said, if we wanted Hulk Hogan to carry a snake, we'd have Hulk Hogan carry the goddamn snake. We wanted some slimy, no-good son of a bitch to carry the snake. You know, a guy that looks like he's been to the run in the mill, a little nasty, a little dirty, a flesh-eating bastard. He said, if I find you in that gym, I'm going to find you $1,000 every time. Sean Spears took to social media to find a legit tag team partner for AEW. There were so many responses that the inbox actually crashed. On the WWE. WWE Elimination Chamber is this Sunday and my daughter and I will be in attendance covering the event. Here's the full card and my predictions. Well, here's the card right now. I was going to wait till SmackDown ended tonight, but I didn't want to make you guys wait for the show. So what I predict will be the pre-show match is Daniel Bryant versus Drew Gulak. Uh, if it does happen, I would pick Drew Lack. I love him to win, but it's too soon, so I got to go with Daniel Bryan. But Daniel Bryan has no problem with pushing younger talent over. So when it's time if those two face off, he would do it. But Daniel Bryan will win if they do fight. We also have the United States Championship match, which is Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. 
the I pick Converto to actually win. I think it's going to be punishment for Andrade getting a dirty urine. I think they're going to let Umberto win the belt, and they're going to have an Andrade, Garza, and Umberto triple threat match at Mania, probably for the pre-show. We also have AJ Styles versus Aleister Black in a no-DQ match. Now, again, I would love Aleister Black to win this, but they got to make AJ look strong for when he takes on the taker at Mania. The DQ would normally work in Aleister Black's favor, but he doesn't have backup. AJ does with the club, and you know they're going to get involved. So I got to go with AJ Styles. We also have the Raw Tag Team Championship belts up for grabs. We have the current champ, the Street Profits, versus Seth Rollins and Murphy. I got to go with the Street Profits. WWE and the universe is very high on them. They gave them the belt. I was surprised they took the belts off for Murphy and Rollins so quick. But you know they don't need it for their gimmick. And plus they want to open Rollins up for a big match at Mania, probably. So I picked the Profits to retain their newly won titles. We also have an, uh, a handicap match. It's an intercontinental it's an intercontinental championship match. It is the current champ Braun Strowman versus Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. Even though it's going to be a three on one, I gotta go with Braun Strowman. All right, peeps, we gotta pay the bill, so I'll be right back. I got the uh, what you call my picks for the women's match, the tag team chain, the tag team belt match in the chamber. I got some great, great news, man. I got Big Papa Pump talking shit on Triple H, uh, Teddy Hart news, and all that. So make sure you come back. All right, peeps, we're back. Let's get back to the show. We have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship belts up for grabs inside the Elimination Chamber. We have the defending champs, which are The Miz and John Morrison, going against The New Day, Heavy Machinery, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler versus The Usos. The Miz and Morrison have to retain the belts. They're the bomb. They just got them back. They got to go to Mania. Be jealous, bitches. We also have the Women's Elimination Chamber match. And the winner, I believe, will go against Becky two belts or one belt at WrestleMania. We do have Natalia versus Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler versus Asuka versus Ruby Riot versus Sarah Logan. I got to go with Shayna Baszler. And I think she's going to head to Mania for a shot at the title. Not win it, but have a shot. They're saying backstage that Vince is not too high on Baszler, though. She was supposed to win the Royal Rumble, and at the last minute, he changed it and had Flair win. Uh, and then he was going to have her uh, Baszler win the chamber. After Baszler's Raw match with Kari Sane, he's not happy with either one of them. So she might not win Sunday. I think she will, though, and she does deserve it. Well, WWE is up to their dirty tricks again. They're trying to block wrestlers from appearing at events with AEW wrestlers. There is an event called The Big Event in New York on Saturday. Matt Hardy was booked on the convention. Some WWE guys were booked as well. The convention guys were basically told you cannot book anyone from WWE, excuse me, you cannot book anyone from AEW. That's one of the rules. If you had their WWE guys there, not one person from AEW can be there also, which is really, really fucked up. And people are saying that's the reason why Matt Hardy did not appear on AEW Wednesday, because technically he isn't an AEW wrestler yet, so he can appear at the event and not let the fans down who paid to meet him. So, we'll see. 
Rumors are running rampant at WWE backstage about Ricochet. The internet is abuzz wondering why if he did something wrong because WWE's been booking him like crazy. Conan, the old wrestler, touched on it on this podcast called Keeping It 100. Conan said, Did you see the way that they booked Ricochet in the past couple of days? I would like to know based on the way he's being booked if he pissed somebody off, did something, or said something backstage. Because ever since they booked him against Brock Lesnar, he's been getting absolutely, excuse me, destroyed. And I have to agree. Kane Velasquez was at WWE headquarters. He ran into another ex-UFC champion. It was none other than Ronda Rousey. Maybe they're trying to get her to come back for Mania or at least show up. Could Rousey be the reason why Baszler might not win the Chamber in Headline Mania? Only time will tell, peeps. Connor of XWWE Tag Team The Ascension released details on where he and his partner might end up. Connor said, So originally Vic and I were just talking about how it is right now, as far as just trying to enjoy the moment. For me personally, I told Vic kind of where my head was at, and I was like, I don't want to answer to anybody. I've been answering for people for 10 years, and it's kind of nice just to do our own thing. It's nice to be able not to have to do something you don't want to do. So right now, I'm kind of just enjoying the moment. But as far as offers and things like that, there's been some pretty cool things that have been coming our way. Of course, you can't really discuss that because it's not going to be any fun if we do. But we're still going to do the indies. We're still going to show up and do signings and things like that. But we got some pretty cool things coming down the pipe that will open up for us that we haven't mentioned yet. If we do anything, we want it to be a surprise. We're just stoked to be honest with everything that's been coming our way. We will be back on TV. I can promise you that. And I'm not going to say who it's with. It's just going to be great, man. It's going to be awesome because we're going to be back to our old ways. We're going to be able to be us again. No doubt about it. WWE recently did a countdown of female trailblazers in WWE history. Michelle McCool, a.k.a. The Undertaker's wife, was, did not, was not on the list. They, did, they totally forgot about her. And she was very vocal about it online. Everybody knows, especially WWE, not to piss off Undertaker. So they actually added her to the list. Undertaker seen that and he simply responded, Too little, too late. A big congratulations to the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. PWI just named him the Wrestler of the Decade. And another big congratulations to JBL. He's getting inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame 2020 class. I like JBL in the ring, but it's known that outside the ring and backstage, he's a big douchebag bully. But congratulations to the big guy. All right, peeps, we're going to take one more break. I got some more WWE news. I got some NWA news. I got some rumors. We got a big show, I told you. Please come back and join us. All right, peeps, let's get back to WWE. WWE announced that popular radio personality Peter Rosenberg will join the company as an analyst for its monthly pay-per-view kickoff shows beginning this Sunday, March the 8th. Uh, His new role... Rosenberg will also serve as a special correspondent for various WWE Network shows and upcoming specials. To quote Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 12, Working up with WWE is the boyhood dream come true, said Rosenberg. I am beyond thrilled to rejoin WWE Universe. 
I know that Rosenberg is a true, legit fan, just like Sam Roberts. I hope he's not taking Sam's job. It better be both of them. If he takes Sam's job, that's fucked up. But I know he's going to do very well. He actually used to host a WWE show called Bring It to the Table on the network. Uh, Lana will not be on WWE TV the next few weeks because she is filming a movie with Bruce Willis. I wonder if it's one of his big ones or one of his straight-to-video-on-demand ones. NWA. There was a new NWA TV champ crown. It is Zicky Dice. Zicky Dice defeated Ricky Sparks for the title. I'm a huge fan of Zicky Dice and his gimmick. He's definitely got the gimmick and a person you want to see on TV every week. He's flashy. He's boisterous. Congratulations, Zicky. And it also has been announced that NWA champion Nick Aldis will be facing PCO for the NWA title at the Ring of Honor Supercard. Random Wrestling News. I reported a few weeks ago that Teddy Hart was pulled over and busted for drugs. He was released from prison, and for some reason he was arrested again, and he's back in jail. I haven't heard any other details so far. Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, did an interview with Sitting Ringside. They asked him about his WWE run. He spoke about, he spoke about it, and he had some harsh words about Triple H. He said, same thing that went wrong for me went wrong for everybody else that went from WCW to WWE. Look what he did. Triple H beat everybody. Kevin Nash went in there and he beat him with a DQ. Sting got treated worse. He had one match and then he was gone. That's the thing. When The guy's a mark and he wants to beat everybody and he was a big legitimate pussy. I mean, Wikipedia don't lie. Seriously, what has he done? Nothing. Then he gets into professional wrestling, and that was his time to shine. Of course, it does help in banging the boss's daughter, you know. He took advantage of everything that he could and beat everyone from WCW. And why? They treated everyone like shit, and we were all in the same business. You know, wrestling is a small-knit community. It's a brotherhood. But you're going to treat us bad because we wrestle for somebody else? I mean, it made no sense, and now it's biting them in the ass. They would kill, fucking kill, for half the ratings that they had when the Monday Night Wars were going on. Look at them bite getting bit in the ass, and fuck them. They got what they deserved. And finally, La Champion, Chris Jericho tossed about wrestling legend Chris Canyon. Canyon had a great run in, with the mask and without the mask in WCW, but he did not fare so well in WWE. Uh, Canyon actually killed himself. Here's what La Champion had to say. There's a guy, God bless him, his name is Chris Canyon, a wrestler. And we always kind of knew that he was gay, but no one cared. He never came out. And that ended, and then he ended up taking his own life because of it. And it's just one of those things. Like, we knew, man. We were all a gang. Me, Disco Inferno, Billy Kidman. It's like we never saw him with any chicks, you know? But why be, why be scared to be around us and tell us your friends? And that ended up leading to him wanting to take his own life. Sadly, Chris Canyon took his own life on April 2nd, 2010. It's hard to believe that we're coming up to a decade since losing him. He died far too soon, and it's really sad story in pro wrestling. 
All right, peeps. So that's it. I told you it was a great show. I think it was one of our better ones. Yeah, the podcast is doing awesome. The numbers up, and I can't thank you guys enough. Thank you for putting up with my voice on the last show. It's obviously better now. Uh, please pray for my daughter and I. Like legit, literally, we don't fucking catch this coronavirus or anything at uh, Elimination Chamber. But that's the lengths I'll even go to. I risk my own life to bring you guys the show. And God forbid if something like that that happened, I wouldn't be able to bring you the show. So pray for us. Keep your fingers crossed. Uh, remember to check us out on all major podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube, under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter, under the AEW Insider 1. I'll be back early next week with the Elimination Chamber coverage, and definitely check out our YouTube channel to see some live footage from the event. All right, peeps. Ciao.